Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Hello, I'm Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist. On today's show, we are discussing how people change and people stay the same. This is Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. a New Orleans girl, born and raised. What I love about New Orleans, even post-Katrina, is that it has an amazing ability to stay the same. I could walk into any corner bar, anybody who's visited knows that there's a corner bar pretty much everywhere, and see people that I recognize from 15 years ago sitting on the same bar stool. So in a beautiful way that feels like home, I can go back to New Orleans. I can walk the French Quarter streets. I can go to Mid-City. I can see the architecture. I can even see people that I visually recognize because they've lived in the same places for so long. That's part of why Hurricane Katrina was such a big deal, other than the obvious ways, was because so many people stay in the same house or the same street that their mom and them, that's how we say it, their mom and them, lived on their whole lives. So to be washed out and moved states over culturally was really wild and out of our comfort zone as a Southern Louisiana culture. So it's very true that many people stay the same and try really hard to stay the same and not change. If you're listening to this show, that's probably not how you're wired. Seekers find me, connect with me, or feel intrigued by my work. We are seekers. We are often fast changers. We are feelers. Why are we fast changers as feelers? Because when it sucks, we feel it. And we want to not feel the sucky. So whatever is sucking, we want to change it as quickly as possible. We might not know how to do that. We might not do it very well. But we're trying to change something. So we are fast changers as a tribe. Even when we feel like we're going very slow, we tend to be much faster than the average 80 percenter who's not highly sensitive. So much of life is a strange paradox, and our psychology as individuals and as a tribe, our sociology, it's not always logical. So as true as it is that many people just dig their heels in and try really hard to, to not change, others change a lot. 
So if you're a changer, we might have some friction with the people who are, maybe it's not a great term, but non-changers. Or we might have friction with people who change at a slower pace than we do. There's so much that we're not being prepared for in terms of adulting. And I find that this is one of these things that we are either crushed for different reasons and different circumstances by people in our world staying the same or by people changing. So when we're in upset or argument with people in our worlds who aren't wired like we are, no matter what the topic is, if you're going through a divorce, if you're doing custody, if you're arguing with a friend that he owes you for lunch last week, whatever it is, often the argument that we're having can be boiled down to, why aren't you changing as fast as I do? Because my life would be easier if you would just do a few changes that are good. That's one argument or one driving force of whatever argument we're having. And on the flip side of that, we can often receive a lot of negative feedback about how we're changing and evolving and growing and receive the messages, what's wrong with you? You're not how you used to be. You're not allowed to change because that person will give the message, I need you to be the same because the way that you change scares me. I stay the same and you're different and I don't know what to do with that. Of course, I'm speaking in big, giant generalities. But it's on you to decide what kind of healing message do you need to give yourself in those friction moments? Are you pressuring other people to change, even positively? And is there some space there to just back up and remind yourself, wow, I don't have to work so hard here. I'm a fast changer. They're a slow changer or a non-changer, and I can just let that be okay. And help yourself understand the core of the argument you're having there with yourself or with them. Or, or is there space and room to give yourself a message? Wow, I'm a fast changer. Other fast changers will understand how I'm wired. Other fast changers can validate and support me in this life. I can let go of needing the people in my world who aren't fast changers to understand how I live or what I'm doing. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to Calm History. Some of this falls under, you know, the annoying category of life isn't fair. And you, like me, have probably wished that it was. In so many ways, we practice letting go of that kind of internal inner child drive of it should be fair. Our life 
time is longer. The years that we live is, is a long time. It is reasonable. It is grounded that the fast changers are going to have a lot of iterations of who they are. Anyone who has gone through a divorce or a breakup after a long-term relationship where your lives are melded and then separated, you had to reinvent yourself. You know, if you've had traumas happen in your life, you've had to reinvent yourself. Offer yourself some self-support for how fast you're changing. If you're not changing fast enough, offer yourself some self-support. What do you need to say to yourself? I hope this changing, not changing piece resonates. I hope I didn't sound like Dr. Seuss. I felt a little Dr. Seuss-ish in my head going back and forth. I think there's a lot of peace we can offer ourselves and even energetic peace we can offer other people in our lives when we just let this dynamic be okay. When we stop trying to make non-changers or slow changers be fast changers and we stop trying to make fast changers be slow changers and we just accept who we are because it's okay and we accept who they are because it's okay because it has to be okay because we're only in control of our own path and our own choices and our own desires and our own healing. Thank you for listening and spending time with me today. I appreciate you. I appreciate what all of you listening are doing for the show. Those five-star reviews help tremendously behind the scenes. That That's kind of everything in the podcast world. Thank you for sharing the show. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you, Patreon members. I'm looking forward to the monthly Q&A where I get to answer your questions in Patreon. So if you're interested in that, come find us at patreon.com backslash emotional badass. I'm Nikki Eisenhower. This is where Moxie meets Mindful. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to Calm History dot com.